Ciao. You're listening to Ed Up Insights, where you'll get my take on higher education. I'm Bill Pepicello, former president of University of Phoenix, author of the book Leadership on the Field of Play, available on Amazon, and Higher Ed Vagabond. So let's get started. You know, recently, podcastees, Scott McLemie uh, reviewed Jonathan Kramnitz's book, called Criticism and Truth on Method in Literary Studies. And he did that in Inside Higher Education. Now, the, the book is described on its website as a defense and celebration of the discipline of literary studies and its most distinctive practice, close reading. And we'll come back to that. Now, full transparency, I haven't read the book, but that's not the point. The point is that McLemy does a great job of highlighting not just the book and close reading, but the current plight of the humanities. Now, quoting the website again, here's what inspired this episode. As the humanities fight for survival in contemporary higher education, the study of literature doesn't need more plans and reform. Rather, it needs a defense of the work already being done and an account of why it should flourish. This book is a succinct, insightful view that has application both inside academia and for society general, generally. Sounds deep, huh? Well, not really. Actually, it represents where the academy and our appreciation of literature and all of the humanities has gone off track. So this episode isn't about the book or about the review, both of which I probably think is worth a look. It's about the perspective that both of these uh, pieces represent. First, here's my personal context. My degrees are in classics, Latin and Greek, and linguistics. I studied Sanskrit, Hittite, and ancient literature, and I wrote articles on the structure of subordinate clauses in Indo-European languages. And I did this at a time when departments of classics and linguistics were flourishing. Good luck finding one now. If they exist at all, they are often tucked away in departments of English and anthropology and such, or they just aren't. So I understand the big picture, okay? But enough about me. Let's talk about close reading. It's not a new concept, but it's one that has largely fallen by the way as the humanities have eroded. It's about pausing to consider technique and subtleties and levels of meanings in a text. It's more than reading between the lines. It's about seeing multiple meanings in phrases or descriptions. Uh, you mean it's about thinking? You mean literary criticism might actually be relevant if we think about it? You mean it might make or allow us to think about the world and not just some highfalutin text? Uh, well, yeah. And it means that reading is more than just a handful of emojis and abbreviations that you translate. It's a gateway to ideas. Remember them? Isn't that what education's about? You mean it, it, literature might really be part of some subversive plot to produce a populace that can analyze and think critically? God, no way, dude. Okay. But now to some of the really incisive comments and insights that McLemie highlights in his review. And again, this is about the salient points that McLemie underscores, not the book or even the review itself. 
Now that said, the review stands alone, in my opinion, as a wake-up call. Now the context for the current situation is the inexorable erosion of literary studies, as well as other humanities disciplines, that has affected higher education for decades. Examples are the shrinking or disappearance of departments, full-time faculty being replaced by adjuncts or just laid off, and general education requirements slowly devolving. All of this has very likely possible deleterious effects for literary studies. Most notably, the discipline itself could be in danger of extinction, as the skill of close reading, and probably others, is no longer passed on from generation to generation. The threat is that professional expertise, uh, driven by discussion and analysis, might be replaced by a mechanical recital of unexamined concepts that are just taken as doctrine. Formulaic, easy to memorize and repeat. And this is what Kramnik has termed in his book, the threat of an extinction event in the history of knowledge. And that's dramatic, but it's also very impactful. Now, what about other humanities disciplines? Now, McLemy tells us that Kramnik does not directly address them, his emphasis being on literary criticism. Fair enough. But that does not mean that a central message of the book does not apply to other humanities disciplines. And that is that without essential and crucial elements being preserved, there's a, uh, a risk of whole disciplines disappearing. Think classics and linguistics. I've heard that somewhere before. So the call here is to humanities in general to identify the central concepts and skills. And these concepts and skills have to function as part of a community that transmits them in ways that connect not just within that community, but beyond it to society. So, okay, this is a call to arms inside the humanities house. But is there a house? Good question, Bill. Let's look at that. So far, efforts at rethinking the role and integration of the humanities has met with what can be at best called uneven results, as evidenced by the aforementioned decline of the humanities. Now, one reason for the ineffectual efforts to resuscitate the humanities is that higher ed has, by and large, taken an approach commonly referred to as rearranging the decks, uh, deck chairs on the Titanic. See, moving the physical whereabouts of the curriculum and trying to jazz up the syllabus is not enough to convert uh, the rest of the university or the public to appreciate its value. Students still need to search for and then grasp the merit and relevance of the curriculum if they can find where it's being delivered. So we need to contextualize the impact of disciplines like literary studies. Put another way, it's not enough for humanities to continue to defend itself internally. It needs to have a cohesive structure from which to launch an attack outside of its own periphery. In other words, it needs to have a house. And how would that be done, Bill? Well, here's a couple of ideas. 
First, let's get a distinct definition of what the humanities are. Nobody argues about what business or IT curricula consist of. Oh, there's some tweaks here and there, but you know them when you see them. Humanities, on the other hand, is often blurred by its association to the social sciences and the dreaded ambiguous term general education, which, by the way, I discuss in episode 23 of Ed Up Insights. So after we have a definition, then let's build a structure that people internally and externally can recognize. You know, on campus, it's pretty easy to find the business school or the IT department, for God's sake, the library, and you generally know what you're going to find in those structures or units. You know, not so with the humanities. Even if a campus has a building labeled humanities, the contents can vary and students may still need to search out the disciplines that they're looking for. Okay, both of these suggestions are pertinent to the discussion of literary studies. You know, rallying around a redefinition um, and highlighting of a single discipline like literary studies is commendable, but it can only really be effective if it can be seen as part of a larger established body of knowledge. Think accounting or marketing inside the discipline of business. Nothing to defend or explain there. We see how it all fits together. You know, the humanities then need to have a cohesive, recognizable, yes, tangible existence, a house that make it real to those who need it, whether they know it or not, both inside the academy and in the general populace. Close reading is a valuable tool and is directly applicable to literary studies, no doubt. But the underlying mindset is applicable to and vital to all of the humanities. To say nothing of the entire university curriculum and to the public in everyday life. Some academics and a relatively small slice of society know this. Some pay lip service. But to be without a recognizable banner to carry, the message can't be delivered in a way that will make everyone say, of course, that's humanities, and I know where their house is. So think about that, podcastees, and I'll invite you to tune in to the next exciting episode. Ciao.